Hello, friends. Thank you for joining me once again. First off, I'd like to tell you who the executive producers are for this episode. That is Lady Campbelltown and Lady Julius. Thank you guys very much. If it wasn't for you guys, we would not be able to do this show. Um, we have a problem getting our shows demonetized because the topics we include. We did a memorial tribute show yesterday, played some songs. They stripped our, our uh, monetization away again. I knew they'd do that. It's okay. But again, we couldn't do these things or cover these topics without you. Please subscribe. Please hit the bell. Get all notifications so you know when we go live. And that way you can join in the conversation. Got a really good show for you today. I'm going to cover a topic first. And after that, we're going to open up the lines and have an in-depth conversation. We have some things to debunk amongst each other. But before we do all this, before I even go into any of that, I want to start with a message I got from somebody. Now, maybe you're not going to play this one on the show. I just saw <laughs> um, online your short story about haunted pussycat. Jerry, come on. I, I think that's kind of sick. I really do. Um, maybe you can, can explain, but I think it's beyond dark. I think it's sick. All right, we're going to address that on the flip side of this. are watching or listening to Midnight Radio. I am your host, Jerry Adams. Thank you again for joining me tonight. It's always a great honor to be here before you. I really mean that. Having this conversation with you guys means a whole lot to me. It keeps all of us centered, I believe, when we navigate these strange jungles. The only thing I ask is that everybody here treat everybody with respect. I know for myself, I don't allow people to talk to me a certain way. I simply do not allow it. And when you start, that's the last conversation we'll ever have. And that leads us into that that message we just got. Now, I'm not going to say the name of this, and I'm not mad, but I'm using this as a, a teaching situation, a learning situation. He's referring to the short story I wrote called The Haunted Pussycat. And if he just sent that, that voicemail alone, it wouldn't have been a big deal. But he went on to send me an email, which I remember verbatim in my mind. Let me, let me pull that up and go over it with you. WTF, I just watched The Haunted Pussycat. Are you some kind of sicko? Do you call this literature? I'm unsubscribing as of now. Now, this is a person I've been giving time to. We've been, uh, you know, emailing back and forth like I do with many of you. Never thought anything's wrong. We, he's even called in a few times. It is a mail, I will tell you that. Well, you just heard his voice. And actually, I have another voicemail of his I'll play tonight. He was very sick and disgusted with this story. And I can understand that. I can appreciate that. Nobody's going to like every story. But call me a sicko? Well, that's my limit. I will not tolerate rudeness to myself or any of my subs. That being said, I think this might be a misunderstanding. If you would have just sent me the voicemail message, I would have just explained it like I'm going to explain it to you now. I did take that video down, not because of him, but because it's a damn good story, and I'm going to use it for the writing classes, and I'm going to tell you why right now. If you are not willing to write truthfully, you have no business being a writer. Nobody's going to care, and nobody's going to read your stuff. Nobody. So when you, you're writing dialogue, when you're writing things that happen, 
you have to do it as if it's happening in real life with real emotions involved with real things that are going on. Okay. You can't stumble on a stump. Your, your character cannot stump his toe on a chair or fall down and say, Oh, sugar puffs. Hell, this person that emailed me, he emailed me with WTF. He felt emotions. This writing, which he disdained so much made him feel emotions. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the goal. And I hate to keep bringing this up, but I'm a military veteran. And here's the reason why I hate to bring this up. And I, I didn't want to share this with you guys. I've done interviews here on YouTube about PTSD before, but I had to cut them off because I became known as the go-to interviewer PTSD guy. And that's not who I am, but I, it really kind of grates on us frontline war veterans for someone to say thank you for your service. And I'll tell you why I'll articulate it right now. Because when we come back so many times in so many ways by this country we came back to, and, and please, when I say this, please don't take offense. I'm not saying it's you that say thank you for your service or those of you that support the military, but we get kicked in the teeth and treated like shit. This is an example of this man right here treating me disrespectfully. I'm not saying I deserve his respect because of my time in the military, but I'm saying he completely missed the point. Didn't allow any time for me to explain it to him before he called me names and felt like he had to announce his departure instead of leaving in peace. That story, Haunted Pussycat, is about a man who had recently got out of the military and he was a little bit messed up in the head. And it was the events that happened in his life at that certain time. And it was written in a certain way to convey these emotions. It is a horror story. It is a short horror story. And there's nothing in there that is not authentic, that is not real. Now, this isn't a factual story. It is fiction, but it, the emotions are conveyed in a real way. It is not graphic. It is not gory. There is some uh, suggestive sexual situations, but come on. How many of you haven't had sex? I'm, I'm willing to bet that all of you have and all of your parents have too. And you know what? In a story, that happens sometimes. But what happened in this story wasn't even that graphic. So I'm sorry, this person that sent me these messages treating me like garbage saying, asking me, do I call this literature? Which I don't, by the way, that particular short story, I call it a short story, not literature. If you want really good literature, I have some stuff I've written. That'll knock your damn socks off. I'm not giving it to you for free. Those of you, we're going to have three tiers. We're going to have the two ninety nine. That's the first tier. If you just want to help support us here. And believe me, you guys do. You guys do support us, and we appreciate it. That's the first tier. The second tier is four ninety nine. With that, we're we're getting a Discord server. That way, we can all talk about these cases together. It'll be easier than communicating back and forth in email. We'll be able to do deeper dives and have faster communications. With that, the third one, you get all everything below, plus you get a writing program where you get a live stream and a video each month which teaches you how to write very well. And I'm excited about that because I've gotten to know a lot of you and I appreciate all of you. Even the guy that, that emailed me about this, this, this allows me to talk about this, but I appreciate the fact that you guys have had life experience. Some of you have had, most of you, most of us have had some really bad things happen. That's why we're kind of drawn towards these darker things that we talk about in the true crime community, Right. I will teach you how to use those things, those real things in your life. Convey the emotions through writing. If you're not willing to truthfully convey your emotions through writing, do not sign up. I can't work for you. I can't work with you. These are only for people who want to write well, who want to convey these emotions. Now, I'm sorry that some of us had to go to war. And to me, I hate to say this, but I'm going to be honest with you because you're my friends. I wish I never did. I wish I never joined the military. 
So I don't have to get treated like dirt by guys like this who don't know what they're talking about. I'm sorry if my writing seems sick to you, but the shit we went through over there was sick. All right? This is your country that did this to us. We came back 2008 after the war. We lost our homes. We lost our marriages. Some of us lost our sanity, and a lot of us lost our lives come pandemic time. So before you call someone a sicko, just leave, just leave it with the voicemail and ask, hey, what's this about? Okay? It's a writing tool to teach people how to write honestly. Now, this is all I have to say about this, except for this one thing. Again, I'm not mad, but this is a, t- a learning experience. So I can share my emotions with you. Radio's not worth a damn. Uh, books, writing is not worth a damn unless you convey emotions. If you guys want to join the writing course, $9.99 a month, you will not be disappointed. We're starting that in January because I want to give you guys a full year. I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys are going to write. And I'll teach you how to put your real-life emotions into your writing. But be prepared because people are going to get emotions back because they will feel what you felt. This is all I'm going to say about this. I just ask everybody here whether I don't care if you're a witch, you're a new ager, you're a hardcore Christian, you're an exorcist, you're an Episcopalian, you're a Mormon. I don't care. Do not be disrespectful. That's all I ask because we can learn from each other. If you disagree, you simply disagree. But you heard what they had to say or you wouldn't even have had the knowledge of what you disagree with. I mean, it's important to communicate. So that being said, I really want to communicate with you guys. I'm going to open up the phone line right now. We're going to end this show right at 6. I'm going to try to end it right at 6. Maybe 6.10. But I'm going to open up the phone lines right now. The phone number is 325-261-0892. That is 325-261-0892. There's a lot that happened this week. Um, man, I am excited to talk with you guys about this. I put a poll up, and those things on the poll are some things I'm going to cover. Oh, hold on. Let me go ahead and take that call. Hold on, hold on. Midnight caller line. Oh, is this Jerry? This is Jerry. Is this live? This is absolutely <laughs> live. What do you got for us? Okay. Hey, um, I just got something I've been thinking about, about the murders. Um, I know that Haley's boyfriend, which is Jack D, used to have red hair. And now he's dyed his hair brown. Um, and I don't know if you've heard, you know, if you watched any of Donna Serafina's um, visions, but she sees a redheaded guy standing outside of the house, and then she sees a dark-haired guy going inside the house. And I was just kind of wondering if that's because he dyed his hair. But regardless of that, this is what's, that's what's getting me, is he, Jack, is 26 years old. Mm-hmm. It said that he's five years older than um, Kaylee. So what is he doing living around on campus? And, um, yeah, so supposedly so close to where Kaylee lives. I mean, obviously he's not in school. Um, so I'm just curious why he's even, even hanging around there. To my knowledge, I did not know that Jack D, this is Kaylee's boyfriend, 
right. still lived in Moscow. My understanding is that he lived back in Quarter Lane. But people are getting Jack D mistaken with Jack Ass. Jack S is the one who was at the grub truck that wanted to make sure that they got home. Yeah, I know which one he is. So you're not getting that mistaken, right? uh, Yeah, I know know which one's which. So you're you're Uh, telling me that Jack D does live in Moscow? Some of the podcasts that I've watched um, are pointing out that he lived in this one house that's, you know, like, less than a minute from where Kaylee and the kids lived. Um, and that may just be pure speculation. Um, so that's, that's why I wondered, I, I've not really heard any lowdown on Jack D as far as, um, where he works or, you know, really if he possibly lives there. Um, so Maybe these people that I was watching on this were misinformed. Um, but I just thought if that was true, then that would be so strange for a 26-year-old who, you know, lives around campus. You know, what? why is he hanging around there? That would be strange. And I'm not saying you're wrong. You might be right. But I never heard anything about Jack D. actually living there in Moscow. Maybe somebody okay. else can call in and confirm that. But this is okay. the first I've heard of that. My understanding has been... My understanding has been that he's lived there back in Quarter Lane, but it's also, there's something else I want to go over here in a minute about the blood on the wall outside. Uh-huh. Um, there's some people, and it's probably false, but yet the info still out there, saying that that blood was faked on Photoshop. Yeah, and some people were saying that it was an oil leak or something too. So Now, I did I'm- verify that it absolutely was not an oil leak. I okay. did, we, we did verify that and, uh, we thought that verified the blood, you know, cause this thing's, right. these things, it's got the paperwork from the building of the house and it's electrical heating. There's no oil in any heating elements. So right. we do know that. And I remember you saying that I do. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so we the thing, go if, ahead. If that is actually blood, which I'm not, I'm not disputing that, but my gosh, there had to be tons of blood in that room for that to seep out and down the side wall or the outside wall. It would be, but there's two bodies. So that's true. But then again, we, we were told there was one report that, that Ethan wasn't in the room when he died, that he was in the kitchen area. So then he wouldn't have been in there, but I mean, we don't know that's true either. So I agree. we get messed around back and forth. I'm getting tired of it, but we look at that, the picture of the blood run down. That does not look like Photoshop to me. And I'll tell you this too. Fox reported it. Uh, News Nation reported it. And Brian Enton is there in front of that place every day. Wouldn't he know if there was still blood on there or not? Right, right. That's true. We haven't seen any more pictures of it. You know, not that somebody could have cleaned it up or the snow could have washed it away. But, you know, I'm a graphic designer, and um, that sure didn't look Photoshopped to me. But I didn't blow it up real big either to, to see. But that that looked real to me. I'm about to show a bigger photo of it here in a minute, actually, than we had before. So that might help. I pre- appreciate your calling. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. I just, you know, was under the impression that Jack D was living a couple houses down or three or four houses down, and I'm thinking, what the hell is he do doing work or living there? So you, anyway, you might be right about that, but I when we went over the murder map, someone gave me the address for Jackass, and he mm-hmm. he did live just a couple down from that house. He, oh, he really he, did. The Showalter, the Jack Showalter guy. Yeah, but I try not to say his name so I don't get oh, in trouble. I'm, Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's all right. As long as we try not to. <laughs> Don't want to dox anybody here. Yeah, I guess not. All right. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you for taking. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. Bye bye. Good talking with you. Okay, I'm gonna try something else, guys. I changed this up to where you guys shouldn't be able to hear the ring. Let me just close this out. But I do have more voicemails. So the man that told me off, he before that, I'm not sure how much sooner he sent me uh, another voicemail message. So let's go over that. And then I'll play this video I have about the blood, and we'll go over the information there. That is the anonymous fruit loop from PA. Um, once again, 
I'm just wondering why if the uh, law enforcement is doing a thorough investigation, why did they not grab security cam videos from various places like the gas stations and liquor stores, etc., before these videos timed out? I understand that these videos time out after a few days or a week. And I'm talking especially about the FBI. Wouldn't this be on their basic checklist? I'm just, you know, I'm just a fruit loop, but um, just wondering. You know, sir, I'm beginning to believe what you said about being a fruit loop. Just kidding, just kidding. So somebody's asking me about a black truck whizzing by. Any info about that? Well, uh, guys, this is your show. Anything you want to talk about, you can. Um, I'm playing these videos right here. And uh, I'm playing the, I'm sorry, I'm playing these voicemails right here. So if you guys call in while I'm doing that, then you're going to hear the ringing until I shut this down and go through my other thing. You know, I'm working on it, guys. I'm working on it. We do this together. Hi, Midnight Radio. Uh, hi, Jerry. I love your show. Told you. Midnight Caller Line, how can I help you? This is Jerry. Hey, Jerry? It is me. Hey, how you doing, bud? Uh, you told me to give you a call. I just Honda Hot Wheels. Oh, yes. Yes. Tell me about this. I haven't heard about yeah, this. Yeah, so, yeah, this was uh, actually, let me see, I'll tell you right now. It was by Dr. Thrifty. Okay. And it was, I think, a couple hours ago. And he's got the full video. Uh, the name of the title of the video on YouTube is Idaho 4 Body Cam Update Car Truck Spotted Coming and Going King Road Walenta Drive. Interesting. So it's uh, basically the police cam, full mm-hmm. video, and he slows it down. And as the cop is turning, there's a big, uh, a big black pickup truck hauling ass right down the street, right, right in between where he was interviewing the four kids and uh, right where the white car was parked. Okay. It's at minute marker 950. Morning, everybody. Welcome back. All right. I'm playing it right now. You said minute marker 150? Nine, 950. 950, yeah. Go into 950. Go to 940. Okay, it looks like what? It looks like he's on Google Maps. Is that correct? Yeah, at not nine. Uh, yeah, on 950. Yes. Okay. Let me make sure that's correct. Yeah, okay. 950. He's got the still picture of the truck. And then he has a still picture of the frat. Okay, there we go. Yes, you just reminded me of something very important, too, by the way. Yeah, that's crazy. Meanwhile, meanwhile, they're looking for a white Hyundai. You know, a lot of us are starting to think that that white Hyundai is just fake. Or, to throw it off. Yeah, I mean, we're getting so much conflicting information, and there's little things that they could confirm, like the blood running down the side of the house but they don't say anything about that. And the white Hyundai. Yeah. Something's definitely, definitely off. So, and I think, I think somebody mentioned in the comments that, uh, they had seen, uh, Jack, Jack, the core, uh, put in the dog in back of this pickup truck at one point. Do you know whether or not Jack D lives in Moscow? I heard he lived on that on that uh, circus circus guy did a video where uh, Jack and, and was taking pictures uh, at the house directly almost across behind the fence behind the fence line by the woods. Okay, so he does live there. That's an important yeah, that's information. What, that's what they seem to think. I mean, nothing's verified, obviously. Man. All right. I appreciate your call. I thank you for bringing this up. I'm going to take this. Yes, sir. 
I'm going to take this link and I'm going to put it in the description below so you guys can all check it out with the audio fully on and everything. Yes, sir. You have a great great, um, evening and uh, keep up the great work. You too. Appreciate it. Guys, if there's something that you guys want to bring up while you're here, uh, please feel free to do that. You don't don't wait for someone else to. If you, you haven't heard it, we'll go over it again. I don't mind. So I'm going to play... Okay, this, I'm playing one more voicemail, then we're going to go into this footage and this info I got about the blood dripping down the house. This bothers me a lot. Um, it bothers me because I'm pretty sure it's the FBI misdirecting us, and I'll tell you why. The reason why I think so is because it would be really easy for them to verify that. You know, they put out that release every day, and they verify things, supposedly. But they verify things that don't matter. And you have the news reporters out there. You even have Bullhorn Betty that's out there. And, uh, you know, other YouTubers out there. I mean, you can be around the house. You can take a pair of binoculars and look at the damn house. Is there blood on it? Is there not blood on it? And even if there is, does it matter? It does matter because it's causing confusion. We don't know up from down, left from right. I don't know. It's just confusing. And, And you guys that corrected me on the episode before last about the 3d walkthrough about where everything was. I really do appreciate that. Uh, you all, got, I got about, you know, hundreds of emails and messages correcting me, but that's fine. Um, yeah, I had everything laid out before in my head. You know, I knew who, who all was in each level, uh, Maddie and Kaylee on the third and, um, Ethan and Zan on the second, you know, I knew all that, but then once I got into the 3d building, not the real building, the three, I got twisted all around and something about the sliding doors confused me. So uh, thank you guys for correcting me. I don't want to go around being a dumbass. We don't have time for that. Let me go ahead and play this. Uh, let me go ahead and play this video for you guys here. I want to show you about this blood. I'm going to put this on full screen for you guys. Uh, that's me. Hi, me. Blood and commingling of blood and they got a you know this is a bigger picture of it this is a video of it really you know i can see I'm, I'm seeing the different hues of the blood if you look at the drips on the right hand side where where it's on there you can see where the light is shining and it's lighter on that side than the other side i mean that looks real This looks completely real. Looks horrifying. They have a hard work because if you're you're doing a killing in one room and you're taking that. And again, this is law and crime sidebar reporting on this. Now this, this picture came from the daily mail. That blood and you're going to another person, you're introducing that blood into another person. Now you're commingling that blood, and then you take that to the third person and the fourth person, assuming it's the same knife. You have commingling, and so and this is a different angle of the blood, the same way. My point is this: we're going to go over some of the things that were on Reddit about this case. Horrible things. We're going to go over some things um, from 4chan, and a lot a lot of these people are trolls, really bad trolls. And they go in there and they put a lot of misinformation for LOLs, is what they call it, at you. So them saying what we think is real, what we've verified to a degree is fake. It might be them. You know, it's it's horrible. It could be the FBI. And it sounds like I'm I'm paranoid, but it's not that, I promise. Midnight caller line, this is Jerry. Hey, my name is Michelle. Hi, Michelle. And hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? What state are you calling from? Washington State. Is it cold there? It's not as cold here, I'm sure, as it is in Idaho. Probably not. It's 44 here. What can I do for you? Well, I wanted to uh, just expand on the black truck sighting. Oh, thank you. Please do. Um, actually I reported that to the FBI days ago. Um, I, that man that, um, the man that just called and mentioned that I'm glad he did. Number one. Um, I also 
wanted to say that the, the video that he sent you, um, I had posted videos before that and called the FBI. Why didn't you tell us? Um, so I wanted to call in and let you guys know that I, I do have a lot of really cool footage of everything about the black truck. We would love to see it. Um, so it's on my, um, I mean, it's, it's on my channel. I'm not really a YouTuber, like a true crimer. Um, I just, I was going to really stop watching this case because it's, it's taking a lot out of me. I'm a mother. I have a 21 year old, a 19 year old son, and, um, I'm back in college at 47 and I'm in Washington state. So it's a lot hits home for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I ended up looking at that body cam footage when it was released again a couple days ago. And I saw the black truck. I mean, if you, if you, if you're not looking for it, you're going to miss it. Okay. And so I posted, I have about five, I think it's five, maybe six now videos on my channel. Um, and I can send you the link. Please do. Do you have my email address? Yeah. Uh, it is. I believe I might. I think I might have screenshotted it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've been asking for certain email addresses lately. So, yeah, if you can give me your email, that would be great. It is, it's on our about, if you look on our about on our YouTube channel. Oh, okay. It, but I'll Perfect. tell you, it is midnightrad.io101 at gmail.com. Midnightrad.io101 at gmail.com. Uh, RoboMod, could you go ahead and put that in the chat room, please? So we'll put that in the chat room for you. Yeah, I'd appreciate to see all of that. Now, my question for you is, you said it was on the police body cam footage. Now, is it in the long one, the like 45-minute one, or the short clip that we showed? Uh, it's in the long one. So Law & Crime uh, channel released a released the footage with all of it. They did, yes. There's actually two officers that that footage come for, comes from. Okay. All right. Thank you for calling and let us know. I appreciate so, it. Yeah. Give me a couple of minutes and I'll go ahead and get that to you. I don't want to take up your chat and, and the phone time, but um, I appreciate what you're doing and thank you so much. And I'll get you the info. Thank you. I appreciate it. And congratulations on going back to school. Thank you so much. Yeah. English major and a writer too. So I was listening to you earlier and, and I might uh, have to pay that nine ninety nine for your classes that start in January. I, I, uh, I took a lot of English classes in, in college when I went and I went when I was older too. I went after I got out of the military. So, um, here's a tip. Here's a good tip for you. Um, you can go, you know, you go in the bookstore there and the college bookstore, there's a lot of books on writing for classes that you're not taking, but you can buy them at a discount and you can learn a lot from those discounted writing books than you ever would just taking the class alone. I agree. I have some great uh, books about doing research and I treasure those books. Oh, they're great. All of the books I've gotten in college, I treasure them. They're amazing. College was a good time. All right. Yeah. Thank you. And I look forward to talking to you in the future. All right. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy new year. I'd like to thank her for calling. Um, Look at this. Is this fake blood guys? Investigators will have to say, well, if, if this person's DNA is not in number four, and everybody else is come on now i'm going to pl- show the article that this is on is let's see if they show other you know upstream or downstream um they're going to have to try to figure that out and blood type that in the lab and figure out if there's any okay that's all i want to show you this let me go over this again the people that did this is is unsubstantiated it looks just like some random jacker smacker internet troll the internet claims that the blood dripping photo from the idaho murder house is a fake And this is what happened. Recently, a Daily Mail photo of the murder house was shared on Twitter by a user who claimed it was fake. That is a Photoshop image from the Daily Mail. During the night of the attack, a neighbor in Idaho claims to have heard a scream at 4 a.m. but didn't think anything of it. We're going to go into his interview here in a minute if we have time. Now, the Idaho victim's uh, neighbor claims he informed the police about the vehicle. We're talking about a black SUV. 
but Moscow the Police Department disputes this. The assertion was made in response to a question from another Twitter user who asked, just watching your special, and he sent this to Brian Enton. The victim's bedrooms on the second floor and the third floor where the blood dripping on the foundation is coming from is leaked from the second or third story in the snow. Did you notice any blood footprints? These images are, were exclusively shared by Daily Mail, and since the aforementioned information is just conjecture on the part of social media users, there's no way to verify it. So again, this Twitter person was saying that it was faked. It was Photoshop from the Daily Mail, right? Right, 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 right. Well, let me show you this again. That photo is not from the Daily Mail. The photo before that's from the Daily Mail. That's the Daily Mail one. But the one after it is not. But again, does that even matter? Does that take away from the tragedy the tragedy that happened? No, it's things that are out there to just confuse and upset us. And I wanted to put you in that frame of mind because these little details like that don't matter because that isn't going to help you figure out who did this. Not at all. Not one bit. It's going to do nothing but confuse you and make you not know which way is up. Kind of like the white car, maybe, perhaps. Let me play another. I'm going to play another line here. Hi, Midnight Radio. Uh, hi, Jerry. I love your show. You're so awesome. Um, I'm a UPS driver in Windsor, Ontario, Canada. Uh, I listen there. to you every day, and I've been following the case very closely. So what I have a wild-ass theory All is right. that right place. Well, Maddie in the food truck video is wearing a bigger coat. I think she had borrowed from a gentleman, Hearsay, and some of the other podcasts I've been listening to. Um, so did Jackass go back there and does he have his coat? They're saying that it was his coat, even though he had his own coat on, she was borrowing it and then they took off, he took off and I think he went back to the house, went through the window, waited in the room and then did everything on the first floor, went upstairs and then out the back. But that's just my wild-ass speculation. I love your show, and see ya. Bye. That's exactly right. I'm reading the chat room right now. And and what was that? What else would it be than blood uh, in October? There was no blood there. That's exactly right. Um, those of you that are watching that aren't in the chat room, if you subscribe, you can come in the chat room in a minute. We got more than... 10 minutes we just have it set to 10 minute subscribers because we, we don't want the sex spots i mean there's no place for that here we're, we're busy people so uh if i didn't say it before if you're interested in becoming ex an executive producer of the next show uh if you would donate 20 dollars, that'll put you there it'll help support the show and keep it on the air i show blood say the word murder we get demonetized i can't help it but here we go Right here, I got some important information on your girl, Banfield and James Morris. And this isn't the first time that Joseph Morris has been accused of meddling in a high-profile murder case. Back in oh, man. Can you imagine getting called out on national television? Oh, man. Booty spanked. September of last year, at the height of the Gabby Petito mystery. Joseph Morris claimed that Brian Laundrie was seen accidentally going live on an Instagram while out on a boat somewhere. There are allegations that Brian appeared on Instagram Live accidentally for two to three seconds and viewers saw water as if he were on a boat. Were there, were there really allegations, Joseph? Because we all know that Brian Laundrie was nowhere near a boat. 
I just want to play this part of this. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but yeah, I can't stand that dude either. And it shows why we can't stand him. I mean, it points exactly even after that. Oh, check this out. I mean, oh, so where do you donate? There's uh, and you see on the news scroll, right, going across. There's a cash app, or you can uh, do a super chat if you're interested in donating and helping the show continue. He was rotting, dead. And those of you that haven't. Um, checked out our, checked out our documentaries. They're on there. We have one about the Taylor Shipp business case. We have one about the Amityville horror. What really happened? We speak spoke to some major players. Did a documentary on that, and we did one about the Soul Collector. If you're interested into if you're interested in paranormal, all the documentaries I did are well balanced. I pride myself on that. So whatever you believe, it's on either side. Not like Joseph Morris. In the Florida swamp, you know, right next to his home. Spank him, Ashley, spank him. And now Joseph Morris's critics are claiming that Morris was called out on a Zoom meeting for posting such damaging and false reports. This right here. I love that. I love that. Well, of course you love it, but I'm just saying it's like, but it's, you know, even though you know it's fake, it's it's like, you still watch it, you're like, this is so See, he did it for clicks and views. He did it for clicks and views. I see that, Miss Sherlock. I see that. He did it for clicks and views. He he has like two hundred something thousand subscribe, two hundred forty something thousand subscribers. He didn't lose one of them. He did delete all of his footage. He gets called out on national media. There's a Newsweek article about this. But I just wanted to show you this part about him laughing at all of us. Really funny. Hilarious. So if Joseph him, Morris Ashley. lied get him. and faked that Idaho post, get him, should dog. he get him. anyone else who does that kind of crap face consequences? That poo-poo. Or is it free speech? Or is it interfering in a police investigation? Or is it all the above? Coming up, the man who debunked Joseph Morris's screen video, Melvin Sedano, next. I am Melvin Sedano. So they talk about us, Ickmel, Ickidmel, King Ickidmel. No, wait, Captain Ickidmel, that's Ishmael. We're going to put a link to this in the show notes so you all guys can watch it. Sandy, oh my God, thank you so much. You'll get the... You'll get executive producer credit in the next show. That's good for IMDb or anything else. You can put that on there. I'll vouch for you. Uh, you're helping the show stay on the air. I mean that. Now, I'm trying to think. I don't know how much of this next one I can play. Because if I speed his voice up, this is the neighbor, Harish, Aman Harish. Hey, Susan, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What is that, five pounds sterling? That's like a million American dollars. Thank you. I'm not sure what the exchange rate is right now. So I don't know how much I can speed up his voice and still be able to understand it, but he said some, some people are thinking he did it because of some of the things he said. So, guys, if you haven't watched this video, this is a man that said he heard he heard the screams, the neighbor. Yeah, the next interview is way weirder, yes. Uh, mm. But before I get to that, I'm going to play another voicemail message. Okay, there's a lot of you guys that call me about the 3D model. Okay, this was the guy that hates me, that doesn't like my writing and thinks I'm a sicko. But he liked me up until that point, so he had one thing that he didn't like about me, and he threw away our relationship. Hey, Jerry. Um, this is Anonymous from um, Anonymous uh, Food Loop from PA. 
Look, I can't believe you treated me this way. I thought we had such a beautiful relationship. And then you just go and throw me away. I don't know. I guess you're going to leave me for shredded wheat or something. We're talking about the uh, Idaho murders here, but I want people to know, as you do, that we as a nation are on the verge of becoming a police state, you know, where freedom of speech is slowly getting snuffed out. Slowly getting snuffed out. It ain't no joke. It's happening. It's happening. Good show, uh, Jerk. Talk to you. So is Campbelltown in the chat room? Campbelltown, if you're in the chat room, please raise your hand. Will the real Campbelltown please stand up? Campbelltown, what I need to know is I want to play this right here. You told me about it, and you said there's one part in it that, uh, you know, it's the part where he starts getting creepy, talking about what people are asking him, and he almost sounded like he was incriminating himself. Um. What is the timestamp on that? So I can get right to it. Campbell, Campbelltown, Bueller, Bueller. Because I don't want to play this whole thing. And otherwise, I'm just going to have to like throw a dart and see if I can hit the donkey. You know what I mean? Here we go. I'm going to hit the donkey. Let's see. What you're so fat. Oh, let's have a commercial. You're not fat. All right. I'm going to, I am going to play this at more. Ask me how I was doing and talk. And you're always telling me how, like, knew some of the people or something and like it's like well that's crazy but i mean that's like Coeur pretty local you know what i mean so like right it's not off. right and that's where you work then is quarterly no, I work in Moscow. No, I work in Moscow. But we work in high school with them in Quarter Lane, and you work in Moscow. That makes sense. Okay. All right. Sleuth Mom, it's good to see you. I want to let people know that for those missing, Sleuth Mom does a wonderful job. All right, Campbell. Thanks for being here. Campbelltown. Thank you. I knew you were here. I don't know if you remember this, but what part is it in this interview? What's the timestamp or the part around that where his things he's saying really starts getting creepy? I'll take this phone call, and we'll be right back. Midnight caller line, you're talking to Jerry. Yes. Hi, how hey, you doing? Jerry, I, I called early and left a message, but I have been watching this from day one, and I'm thinking it's the local. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, where the girls work downtown or something, you know, and a cute guy around his 2030s. But she kind of, they kind of just flirted with him, maybe, maybe Kaylee, just a little bit, and he took it more serious. Mm-hmm. And he knew that she was coming back for the weekend somehow. Because everybody's, you know, pinpointing on Jackass and Jack D and uh, the college kids and all that. But nobody's thinking about just a, a, a young guy that's a local, mm-hmm. you know, that might have been in that restaurant a million times or the bar. I think you got a good that, point. You got a really good she point. she knew, but they didn't know she knew them. They could have been like... Friends on the side or, you know, just talked a lot, you know? You got a good point. And nobody knew about. I was thinking about that same thing, too. We got other reports that Maddie wasn't the one targeted, but maybe it was Xana. Um, Kaylee probably went down there a lot, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or met him at the bar, you know, Kaylee did. And she was the one targeted. I think that is a major thing, and that is another area that's really foggy for us because we don't have the information the police have, and they're not even verifying things. But if we could figure out who the actual target is, which I think they know, then that would help us figure this out a lot. Right, but Kaylee still could have met somebody down, you know, that's a local if she was the targeted one, you know, downtown somewhere. Mm -hmm. You know, because she's a real cute girl. You know, guys are going to acknowledge that and talk to her. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, she could have met somebody down there. She could have. I'm just thinking that it might be that because. I, I don't think personally, I, I and it doesn't matter what I think at right, all. Right, or me. Yeah, but, but I'm thinking it's not anybody with the name of Jack. I'm thinking that it could be what well, you're I saying. I was really thinking her ex-boyfriend because everybody thinks she's okay, you know, and her parents don't think he could have done it, but. That's really deceiving, you know, when you think like that. It's deceiving. Because we never know. What if, what if it was your child? It would take a whole lot. I would think the boyfriend. 
no matter what. You would think it was him. a boyfriend no matter what, and oh, I probably husband, would whatever, too. Yeah. I probably would too. So My what would make them would think? Be, what would make them think that it's not? I'm thinking they got some kind of information on on his whereabouts that we don't have, and they're not talking about. Or it. they just trust him. You know, because they've known him for how many years? You see, know, the way see, they that's, talk. That's like, a problem, too. You're right. They just trust him. And the way the mother talked about him, she talked like him and Kaylee were about to get married and have babies. And they weren't dating anymore. The only thing they no. did was share a dog. She wasn't even following him on Instagram. But the thing about him is I can't see him killing all four. I can see him sneaking over there to try to kill her. But I don't think he had the stamina and the brains to do all four. Well, we have another theory coming up here real soon that involves some people in the frat. Whether it's real or not, I don't know. It's pretty wild, but we're going to go into this. Right. I just thought I'd put it out there about a local person that one of them might have met nobody knew about, you know, just like a secretive thing. I'm thinking it's, you know, know, are you talking about like a secret fling or just an acquaintance? You know, or Mm -hmm. friendship, you know, something there. They might not have, you know, had sex sexual relations or something, but maybe he thought I, I think that that's that more likely to happen, you know? I think that that might be more likely than it be being anybody. You know, he nature. had grand illusions in his head more than her, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm thinking this would be somebody that was really and hurt by one of the four. knows how to do all that, that accuse the jackass of that, you know? Yeah. You know if what? Local, I think you might be onto something. This has been someone who is a little bit older, been hurt by a woman before. Maybe somebody might, divorced. Could be 30, 29, 28, 32 even, you know. And somebody, still attractive. somebody made a good point earlier when they were talking about Jack D not going to college but still living around there. I don't know if that's true or not, but there are some people in their late 20s and 30 years olds that I've been looking at in this investigation. One of them is a baker by the last name of Cock that is just surprising oh, yeah? to me. That you're out of college, why are you still living here in the downtown college area? Right. What, what around these college girls and these college people? You know, for personally, like most thinking. of us, wouldn't that drive you crazy? Yeah. But I no. think if this guy was attractive to Kaylee or Maddie, who, whichever one was the target, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she flirted with him, but no more than that. You know? I think you're right. I do too. Maybe we'll see, won't we? But this this case is driving everybody crazy, and I don't know why. You know, this is a big thing. I know that, and it's really sad. But it's caught everybody's attention around around the world. Well, I think one of the reasons is the way the police have been handling it. Right, and the suspense, you know, that they haven't been caught right away. You hear you hear about things, but you're like, and this is a person that did it. You, right. And you got I think the, a college kid would have cracked and told someone. I mean, they might have like 12 soldiers killed somewhere. Nobody cares, but uh, four right. college kids get killed, right. and they don't it's know who sad, did it. It's sad, but things happen in life, you know. They I do. think it's a suspense and the idea that they were all so young, you know. These are young kids. You know? Yeah, and they're all they they're old enough to be our kids. Yeah, they're just kids. And, you know, it's like after, you know, it's really killed me because I'm older, you know, about Jean Bonnet. They still haven't found her killer. Have you ever watched that Truth and Transparency? No, I haven't. You need to get on there and watch when she had Scott Roder on there. Have you ever heard of him? No, I haven't. Well, he's a detective, and he's like in cases that testifies and everything. And he was, she had him on there an hour and interviewed him. And man, he was really good. I'll check that he out. Think, Could you do me a yeah, favor? You to, because he like captivates you and you believe every word he's saying. Like, so I don't forget. Yeah, what, what, it, so I don't yeah, forget. Called, Could you put a message on the chat room or in on the, what do you call it? Voicemail, yeah, because yeah. I thought, well, I'm going to try to call back there because I thought my idea was kind of good, you know? Or you could so text many people it to talked me. about that. Or you could text me that and I'll, I'll get that. Yeah, I'll put it, yeah, it's Truth and Transparency and his name is Scott Roder, but yeah, I will. All right. I'll call you. I'll do it. I, well, I, good talking to you. Good talking to you too, guys. Um, All and, right. And you, man. Bye-bye. Thank you. I'm going to... Um, so I saw what Campbell said. She said it was the part where he was talking about 
he was talking about it things being off the record, and I don't know where that's going to be on here. Man, they're commercialing the crap out of us, aren't they? We'll try a little bit, and then we're going to go to the... Um, the same guest again. So I'll do my best though, to get to your questions. And thank you again for being here. A lot of thank yous uh, are coming through for you being here and coming forward. Um, so uh, what, um, did, have you heard anything about the alcohol offense at 3 a.m.? Uh, do you know about that? It was on the, it was behind the Sigma Chi house and we have body cam footage from that. Do you know anything about that? Or uh, I haven't first heard of it. Oh. And it had, it had out of state plates. That's one of the things I know about it. I think this, this one didn't have out of state, the black, the forest floor, or whatever. I don't think it had out of state plates. I could be wrong, but this one definitely had. It was like, I almost want to say it was Utah, honestly, but it was like barren. It was not even hard to see, but it was like barren. Like, no, not really. Not usually. Pretty, usually decently quiet at night, I feel like sometimes. It's, I don't know. I usually don't hear a lot of animals, honestly. Um, I feel like if, you know, my cat will maybe make a dog bark every once in a while, but uh, that's about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, our deal here is you don't, you know, this is like, consider this like Reddit AMA. You can answer any questions here you want and you don't have to answer. Is that the stick that he juggles in the background? I couldn't help but wonder. Uh, where did it go? Someone's asking, this was not, somebody was asking if you wanted to go further. They mentioned you had a felony and you talked a little bit about this on a Reddit AMA. Do you want to go into that now or? Uh, I've got three. Well, I don't have three anymore. They're, they're expired. So they're dropping record now. Um, that's like three years ago. So okay. it's been like 10 years. But yeah, I had three. Uh, I had possession of marijuana. Uh, I had possession of MDMA with intent to deliver and I had a delivery of MDMA. Okay. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, and let's see. We lost you for a bit. Are you back? Yeah. Back. Can we hear you? Okay, we can hear you. All right. Um, thank you so much for everyone that's mark, here. Okay. Please, uh, if you like these types of interviews, hit like and subscribe. It helps us uh, know what we should continue doing as a channel. And Liz is asked. I don't know. So I think, I don't know. It's, it's kind of scary that, that this would happen ever, like, especially, especially in the sound. So yeah. And it's like, you know, it's like you think about it, it's like, what kind of protection can you get these cases? Like you can lock your windows, you can like, you know, put strips and stuff. You can get a gun, but like, this dude like went in the house and I have killed them before they could really react. They grab a gun or whatever and left and not anybody knowing like that's, that's scary. You know what I mean? So like thinking about people doing that out, especially like on your block is, is pretty spooky. Yeah, that absolutely. It, it is. It's um, and thank you. Uh, hello from England. We are so sorry to hear such a horrific crime. They said, thank you so much. Um, have you talked to law enforcement since that first day they came over and asked you if you'd heard anything? Or uh, yeah, I did once. Once? Did they yeah. come over to the neighborhood again to talk to everyone, or did you go talk to them? No, I went. I just talked to them later. I'm there at twenty. Okay. Um, anything else you want to tell us about that, or is that no, a no, record? Okay. That's off the record, chef. Thank right, you. And go. by the way, this is a channel where I will ask a lot of questions, but I also respect my guests. Uh, for those wondering if something's off the record or you don't ever want to answer, that's all you need to say and we move on. So thank you. Um, uh, you know, you've been, you posted on your Facebook. I have, I'm going here, by the way, to my phone to look at questions that I have written for you. And I'm also getting questions over in chat. Uh, while I look, you know, you, you have mentioned on your own social media pages and even posted some of the proof that you've been uh, getting harassed yourself and uh, feeling the wrath of uh, true crime sleuth and speculation. Can you tell us a little bit about the that? Going uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's kind of, if, oh, I mean, it's almost hilarious to me that people think I did it and they're like sending, they're like telling me like, yo, you know, you did it. And it's like, I don't know. It's kind of like the equivalent to like flat earth theory to me when I like read some of these like Reddit conspiracies and shit. Um, Reddit conspiracies. All right, I'm going to put a link to that creepy interview in the description below. And I think I put it actually on the last show in the description, but we never got to it. Running out of time here. We got about, say about seven minutes. I'm going to see what do I got left. I got this. I've got this that I wanted to show you guys. Uh, the Reddit. I want to go over the Reddit conspiracy a little bit. I'm going to go ahead and shut off the phone lines. We're going to go over this Reddit conspiracy. Now, this conspiracy deals with the fraternity brothers there. Um, and if it's true, it puts a different light on who the target might be. So there is that, and also it changes the time of the murders. It gives you a more specific time where it ha would have happened in a 19-minute period. This has been pulled off Reddit. This has been pulled off 4chan now. We can only speculate the reasons why. One, it's either complete bullshit, or two, it's not, and it's real, so they took it down. They wouldn't get caught. Either way, we're going to look at it right now. 
Okay, so I'm trying to play the whole thing for you. I'm trying to fit the whole thing because it's pretty big. All right, here we go. Let's see it the best we can. I'll put a link to the, the original file. It's pulled down. This is a copy of it. Bruh, you can see the King Road house from David's SX room. Once the third floor light turned off, they did it. 19 minutes total, walk included. Talked about that at Bishop Kelly and SX. Lochini got into a fight that night, X. Allegedly talked some Schumer. L had probs with Mads also. This Schumer's been brewing since Fall Rush last year, yo. People went quiet on SM for two weeks before and after the deed. Barry's mama paralegal, so he knows not to say Schumer. Loach cleared his SM. Had to take shizzle SX20, saw EX Loach and Barry at the party, man. Loach and he have issues back to E rushing. E, that stands for Ethan, by the way. Talk Schumer about Loach taking roids and having his bowels shriveled. Loach pissed as he wanted X for dumbass youngins like E. Tutors are assigned. Now, it's true that um, Ethan was a two-year freshman because he filled out the first year. Barry blew it with E. E is second-year fresher. Barry also self-conscious about his blood and talks empty shizzle. Barry and Loach talked about this stuff in general for a while, talked about Leaving their cell phones behind and on YouTube, autoplay, no pings, no guns, too loud. Area dead early Sunday mornings. Barry even calls out media. Media is saying the girls were target. That stuff is false. Girls are bad luck. Target EX and Mads. Mads talked about Loach. Never acknowledged Barry. Mads right about that once. He is a Loach should have also taken out Barry. I don't know who Barry is. Dirty South Loach and E hated each other. Barry got a bed because our house GPA sucked and the NC was on our arses. Barry is schizo. Dirty South and E could not be more opposite. Maz did talk Schumer. Dirty also, she with Rogaine Jack. Now it is true that, uh, Maddie's boyfriend was uh, follicularly challenged. Had to charge, no plug. Mads also target. Girl's not a target at all. Bad luck, well-known fact. Now I want to show you this. See this anonymous ID, IFY8QVZ? IFY8QVZ. The language matches. So this is from one person saying all this stuff. Um, high probably high probability some brothers are aware. Rogue Gain will, has ample opportunities and will play grieving boyfriend. Barry actually talked about this in detail in the past. Wearing electrician gloves, put on baggy clothes after and walk away. By the way, Barry's dad works for a professional cleaning company. That Schumer was disposed of in Garden City over the Thanksgiving holiday. So are they saying that the boyfriend of Maddie was involved or knows about who was involved? I don't know. I'll put a link to all this because it's been pulled down. Um, man, so this might be something, maybe nothing. There's nothing we can verify. We're all a bunch of Fruit Loops with our our theories and whatnot, aren't we? Uh, people think we're weird that even want to talk about this. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's good to be weird. It's very good to be weird. I'd like to thank you for tuning in once again. You've been listening to Midnight Radio. I'm your host, Jerry Adams. We're going to be back tomorrow with more information for you. Until then, you can send me a voicemail message. Phone number is 325-261-0892.
And I will read every email you sent me. My email is midnightrad.io101 at gmail.com. That is midnightrad.io101.com. Guys, send me information. We'll be back 5 p.m. What Central Standard Time tomorrow. Give me that information. Maybe we can get it on the show. And your voicemails. Appreciate you guys very much. I like having these conversations with you. It means a whole lot to me. Until next time. All my best.